Okay, guys, today is week number five. And speaking of five, we are talking about the five fingers of God. His mighty hand is stretched out, I believe, all over the land. Because he is calling together a merry band of his hand. He's stretching out his mighty right hand. And he is finding people who will let him do what he wants to do. Yes, he is finding Mama Mary. He is finding Mary of Bethany. He is finding Mary Magdalene. And he is making us merry. And I'm telling you, if we let these three ladies of Scripture and the attributes of who they are, if we let them um, come into us by God's Spirit, if we let who God made them to be and what he's trying to make us into right now, if we let that identity come into us, then we are going to come into something beautiful. And we're going to be very merry, as in happy. And we'll be just like a, a bride on her wedding day, full of merry-hearted joy and ready to marry. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about the, uh, the great mystery that we get to marry the Lamb. I want to start off with a scripture right now, because again, we're ending Mary today with the exclamation point that Mary gets to marry God. So Isaiah 54, Isaiah 54, verse 5, check this out, for your maker is your husband, Yahweh Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He is called the God of all the earth. I love that title for him, the God of all the earth. But that same verse is the God of all the earth who is your husband. Are you kidding me? The God of all the earth is your husband. And I know for you guys, that might sound a little bit odd that God wants to be your husband, but it's true, okay? And the point is this, there is no other human relationship that can compare to the closeness, the intimacy, the union of a man and a woman united together as husband and wife. It was the first relationship that God formed between humans thousands of years ago in the garden. And it's actually the last relationship that's seen when God closes up history. He starts in Genesis with a man and a woman becoming one. He ends in Revelation with a man and a woman becoming one. And we collectively are the woman, we're the bride. And Jesus is the man, he's the bridegroom. Our maker is our husband. He's called the God of all the earth, but he's also called your husband. So we're going to unpack that concept a little more today, and we're going to continue to talk about it in the context of us not just being a random woman. We're the bride of Christ. And my little portion, my little part that I want to offer you guys is that we are the bride in the form of Mary, okay, in the form of these three Marys. God is marrying a people. He is marrying his Mary band, okay? This is phrase that I've got. It's a happy people. It's a people who can be seen in the lives of Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of Jesus, and Mary of Bethany. So your maker is your husband. Let's more look more at what the maker has made and what he's making right now. I believe right now. That's why the Bible says in the book of Revelation, in the first three chapters, it says, let him who hears hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. All right, people. We are back in action here. Okay. So uh, <laughs> technical difficulties, but we persevere. We fight through. So I've changed locations now. Interestingly, our extender for our Wi-Fi stopped working. I don't remember the last time that happened. I work in my office all the time. So 
the interference is not going to stop me. Uh, hopefully it hasn't stopped you either. We're going to pick right up where we left off. Okay. So, um, God begins his story with a man and a woman becoming one. And he ends his story with a man and a woman becoming one. Thank you. Um, All right. And what we have to see is God's been telling this story the whole time leading up to what we call in Revelation the marriage supper of the Lamb. And I believe that is a literal moment when God closes up history and he joins together his bride, his people, together with his son Jesus, the bride and the bridegroom. But I believe before that, he's going to have a people on earth who live as the bride in union with Jesus. So Jesus is going to show up to earth one day in bodily form, is what the Bible teaches. He's returning, and he's going to be joined together with us, the bride who've been waiting for him. But before that, there's going to be people on earth who kind of like live in a dress rehearsal of that marriage and that union. And what I want to submit to you, and I'll unpack it some more today, is today is the day. Now is the time where God is joining his people to his son. And we're, we've always been available. We've always, it's always been available since the cross for us to have union with God and marriage to him. But never has it been um, what it is right now. It's this moment that God has been leading up to where our union with him gets manifested. So I think it's time for us as the bride, his little merry band, to get ready to really marry the lamb. We've got a few things written down that I, I want to submit to you as we, we go forward. Um, in Revelation 19, it says, blessed are those who are participating in the marriage supper of the lamb. And then it goes on to say, the, the bride has made herself ready. So there is a part that we play as God's people in making ourselves ready, getting ready. You know, if, um, if there's going to be a wedding and uh, Bonnie is going to marry Bob, then body, Bonnie and Bob both have some preparation to do. Bonnie is usually going to take care of... Uh, all kinds of flower arrangements and you know the colors she wants. Bob's going to uh, nod his head and give helpful contributions and not be uh, too forceful in what he says, but also not be disengaged because that would show that he didn't care. Um, I have some experience in this. Uh, but the point I'm making is this. When there's going to be a wedding, there's preparation on the, pride of the, on the part of the bride and the bridegroom. And here's the thing. Jesus is uh, taking the lead here. As a good husband, he's taking the lead. He's making preparations. Um, he's being coached by his father on how to get ready. His father is funding and um, leading the whole preparation process. But we have a partnership in this. We have a partnership in preparation. So this is really the heart of my message today. And there's been some interference and whatnot, but that's in the past. Uh, even if it's seconds in the past, it's in the past, in the past. So now we're focused. We're focused on getting ready. And really I'm, I'm talking about Mary, but I'm in a John the Baptist mode. I'm getting us ready. He was the one who, who was sent by God, who said, prepare the way, make a people ready. Even when he was born, John the Baptist's dad was prophesying over him. The Holy Spirit was on Zechariah, his father. And he said, you will make a people ready. You will guide their feet in the way of peace. Well, I believe right now God's spirit, the same spirit that was on John, that was getting the earth ready for the bridegroom. 
I believe that same spirit is on us now, getting us ready for the bridegroom. John even said, he said, hey, it's my joy to hear the bridegroom's voice. I'm a friend of the bridegroom. So I'm here as a friend of the bridegroom today, getting you, his merry band, ready to marry the Lamb. So, one of the first things that you can do to make yourself ready as the bride, if there's going to be a wedding, if the Lamb of God, your Maker, is going to marry you, there are some preparations. And so, the preparation first is to hear what the Spirit is saying. So even now, I stop again and just say, Father, empower your people to supernaturally hear what the Spirit is saying. And so I'm praying for your ears right now that you would hear what the Spirit is saying. Because it's by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God that we live. And our preparation as the bride is absolutely dependent on hearing what the Spirit says. Because I'll tell you this, there is no other way to get ready for God apart from the Spirit. The Spirit is the only qualified person to get us ready. There's no book. There's no teaching. There's no degree. There's no brain power. No amount of money. Nothing can get you ready but the Spirit of God. But with the Spirit, He can get you ready for anything. And so, let's even now, I just, I just want to pause for a second again. Holy Spirit, I just welcome you to ready us even now. I welcome you to drive out any distractions in our minds, any competing voices in our ears, any anxiousness in our hearts. Just do what you do best and get us ready. Get us ready in the weeks and the months to come. My, my petition right now, Father, is, is a prayer for the coming weeks and months and even this decade. But my prayer is also for this time, for the 30 or 40 minutes we have left here, that you would prepare us and make us ready by the spiritual words that you release into our hearts and the grace that you bring on us as we're in our different dwelling places that you would minister to us. We submit under the mighty hand of God. We submit under the finger of God, the Holy Spirit, to put your finger, God, on the places you want to touch and to impart to us the divine nature that you want us to have. And particularly the nature and the identity of your three Marys. Just open up to receive that so we can be fully prepared to marry our maker. Okay. All right, that's better. Um, so, I believe God is going to be empowering you in the days ahead to make yourself ready. Now, again, you're not, it's not something you're doing on your own. The whole point is the way you make yourself ready is you make yourself available to the Holy Spirit. There is a choice you have. That's why it says the bride has made herself ready. God doesn't just want robots. You know, he doesn't just want people who don't um, are beings that didn't have a say in the matter. He wants real people who choose him. So you get to choose to say yes and choose to nod your head with what the Spirit is saying. And in doing so, you become qualified to be prepared by God. And in doing so, you have then made yourself ready. So let's continue on with making ourselves ready today and in the days ahead, even right now. 
So, um, for those who have made themselves ready, your maker, your husband, is going to marry you. And you know what? There's this moment when uh, one of the Marys, Mary Magdalene, the one who followed Jesus everywhere. She was even showing up at the tomb. And we talked a lot about her last week. She was so devoted to him because he had cleaned her out of all of her issues. He had kicked the demons that had destroyed her life. He had kicked them out of her life. And so she was like, I am yours. Wherever you're going, I'm going. Like Zach and Connor were singing, where you go, I go. Where you stay, I stay. That was Mary. And I just want to say thank you, Zach and Connor. You guys were beautiful today. And uh, it really blessed me. Um, I just love the body of Christ. I love our worship leaders. Thank you, Morgan and Aaron, from last week. You guys are a blessing. You're a gift to me. And uh, I look forward to doing more with you as a part of his merry band all across planet Earth. You guys are a part, a special part. Well, Mary was at the tomb, and she was just wanting to see Jesus' dead body. She was so devoted. She's like, even a dead body of Jesus, uh, I'd rather be around his dead body than I'd be anywhere else. Well, she hears a voice behind her. She thinks it was the gardener. And then in John 20, I'm, I'm not going to take the time to, to, to read it verbatim, but what Jesus said is he says, Mary. And when Jesus says her name, when Jesus says, Mary, she turns around. She says, Rabboni or Rabboni, which means my master teacher. Not just, hey, you teach me some stuff. But you're my Lord, you're my master, you're the leader. And everything you say and do, I'm submitted to. May God give us that merry nature. <laughs> that we don't just like have our pet Jesus, our pet teacher. We steal some of his, you know what I'm saying? Like Jesus is really smart. And the way he tells us to live our lives is really wise. So there's a way that we can live with him at an arm's length, and we cannot be mastered by him. We can live apart from his master or lordship over our lives, but we can just kind of like take some teachings at liberty. And he's kind and generous. Like you have a free will, so he'll let people do that. But he's looking for those who have a merry heart who say, you're not just my teacher from a distance. You're the one who leads and lords over every part of my life. And so the way you teach me is in the context of you being my master. May that merry heart be yours today. It, it will, will really help us out to come into that grace. It is a grace. He gave that grace to Mary. He's giving it to us now. That, that we could be the ones in our heart who say, You're my Rabboni. You're my master teacher my master teacher, my number one. The way you teach me and lead me is number one in my life. Well, she says that to him. And then she comes and she's just like so overjoyed. And she's probably, it doesn't say this in the Bible exactly, but you, you get the feeling from Jesus's words. He says, Mary, don't cling to me. Don't, don't yet hold on to me. Don't hold to me. I haven't yet risen to my father. So I want to unpack that for a second and make it very applicable to your life and to us for right now. We are this little Mary band and we are receiving uh, the identity that he's speaking into us. He's saying, this is who you are to me. Okay. And again, we're going to unpack that even more today with the Mary identity, but we're focused on Mary Magdalene right now. He says, little Mary Magdalene, the one who I'm delivering from all your problems. He says, don't, don't yet cling to me. That's what he said a couple thousand years ago, because I haven't yet ascended to my father. Go tell my brothers, um, that don't go tell the other disciples, I'm ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. But what I want to say to you today is that Jesus has ascended to the father. And so therefore, he's got a little different message to say to us as his little Mary Magdalene. He's like, you who I have delivered, you who are devoted to me, 
you who are calling me master teacher, guess what? It's time for you to cling to me. You can cling to me now. He told Mary in the garden, don't get hold on to me because I got to do some teaching over the next 40 days in my resurrected form. Then I'm going up to heaven. I'm going to pour out my spirit. And then union is on. Then it's time to marry Mary. So I want to say to you today, it is well established by the word of God, by his witnesses throughout the last 2000 years of church history. Jesus Christ has ascended to the right hand of God the Father. And I want to announce to you the good, happy news, the merry news, that it is time for Jesus to marry Mary. And you are Mary. So I want to say to you, on behalf of Jesus, as an ambassador of Christ, as a friend of the bridegroom, it is time, Mary, for you to marry. It's time for you to cling. You know, it's time for you to leave and cleave. Leave the things you've been clinging to and cling to him. And that's impossible to do in your own strength. But God is giving us grace. Get ready for this grace. This grace to just pour it out and cling to him fully. Okay. 1132. We're doing well. In Genesis, God says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother, and he shall cling to his wife, and the two shall become one. They shall become one. And as we talked about in the book of Revelation, Jesus comes down as the bridegroom and comes down to meet his bride. And actually it says the bride comes down as a gift from the father to the son. And so the bride is ready for her bridegroom. The wife is ready for her husband. And then Jesus and his people become one. And it says in the dwelling place of with God, of God is with people. He will be their God and they will be his people. So there's this union that's fully manifested on planet earth. That's coming a real moment in space and time. It's hard to conceive. We need help from God's spirit to even conceive that. But again, what I'm saying right now in 2020 is it is time for us to come into a new place of union with God. It's just simply what he paid for with the blood of Jesus. It's simply what he paid for with his life. Jesus said, I'm paying with my life for my wife. And so we're simply coming into that and agreeing with what's been done. We're agreeing with the price that's been paid for our life. We're saying yes to the offer, to the hand that's extended from Jesus saying, I want to touch you. I want to come and, and master your life and teach you and give you liberty. I want to marry you. Will you take my hand? And our joyful privilege is to extend our hand and say yes. You know, when the bride, uh, when the, when the man gets down on one knee, he proposes and he offers his hand in marriage. And the, the woman, she gets an opportunity. You want to say yes or no. And Jesus' heart is beating right now. It reminds me of a, uh, a Misty Edwards song from 2007. I remember I had it playing on my playlist. And she just says over and over again, I believe the cry of Jesus' heart, please say yes. Please say yes. And that's what he's saying right now. Mary, please say yes. Say yes. So one day we're going to be fully one with him. He's going to manifest it on the earth uh, in bodily form. But I believe the secret the secret to our evangelism, the secret to our victory and our display of God's glory throughout the earth before Jesus returns. Okay, so let me, I'm not going to go down this route very far, but I'm going to say this. We're not just going to hang on and white knuckle it until Jesus comes and watches the world goes, uh, melts away and, and, and Satan's having his way and we're just kind of like wilting. No, no, no. There's going to be a lot of, 
activity from the enemy. There's going to be a lot of wickedness on the earth. The Bible teaches that. But the Bible teaches there's going to be a people who are glowing and radiating with God's glory. And they're demonstrating His greatness in every sphere of influence. The mountains of the earth are going to display God's glory. So God's going out with the climax. He's not an impotent God. He's not like, oh man, I wish I could have done something at the end of the day. Well, what am I going to do? This is the end of the world. Well, Jesus, you might as well just go return and get him out of here. No, 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 that's not it. God is going to be working with us, in us. It's going to be his greatest moment, his greatest display of his power and his glory through his people. And we're going to, it's going to be our greatest moment as his people. We're going to be showing him our love, laying our lives down, radiating his glory. We're going to be a radiant bride. So, Before he comes back and joins us fully with him, we get to come into this place of unprecedented union, of marriage with the Lamb. And it's 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 like a dress rehearsal for the actual marriage supper of the Lamb. There's this people, this little merry band, this remnant of people who are living in unity with him. And you know what? I pray that that group grows into the millions and millions. Why not in the billions? Let's go for as many as God will give us, as many as who would say yes to this offer. I know God doesn't want anybody to reject this offer. It seems that the Bible teaches that there will be some humans who just shake their fist and say, no, I don't want to be married to the Lamb. And that's every person's prerogative. But I'm going for as many as we can because I know that's Jesus' heart. He's saying, please say yes to everybody. So, um... I'm calling you forth, you little merry band. I'm calling you forth. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you specifically dwelling, my crew, my people. Let me tell you, let me look you in the eye of the camera and tell you something. Now is the time. The Spirit of God is brooding and hovering. Even in this moment where we're in these strange circumstances with the virus, the Spirit of God is hovering over your little abodes, over your dwelling places. And He's saying, Get ready. Get ready. Be ready. I am here to make you ready. Because I'm about to create something. Whenever the Spirit of God is brooding, look out. The Spirit of God was brooding and then we got Genesis 1. (laughs) Rocks and trees and elephants and anteaters and blue whales and dinosaurs. I mean, God just put on a wonderful display. And the galaxy was never the same. This beautiful little blue and green sphere called planet Earth came forth. Well, the Spirit of God is brooding. And He's brooding over central Kentucky. He is brooding over this little dot, this little blip on the radar called Wilmore, Kentucky. And He is saying, I am calling to whosoever will, whoever can hear me, you're invited. Anyone who wants to come, you're invited to come into this grace. The Holy Spirit saying, I am giving you a grace package to become the merry band who will marry the Lamb. I'm talking specifically to you, my people dwelling. But I'm also extending it to anybody. Anybody who's listening. Because this offer, he's not a respecter of persons. He's a respecter of hearts. You know, he's not a respecter of persons. He's a respecter of hearts. He came respecting David's heart. He said, there's something in that young man's heart that wants to be loyal to me. I'm going to show myself strong on his behalf. So I'm speaking to the hearts, the little hearts who are saying, I want to be loyal. I want to be a part of your Mary band. I want to be like Mama Mary who just believes. I want to be like Mary Magdalene who's delivered from whatever distraction, whatever demonic influences in my life, and then just is devoted to you. I want to be like Mary of Bethany, who pours out all that I have at your feet and just listens to your word, hears your word, and and chooses the one thing of focused gazing on you, Jesus. Come on. If that's your heart, if your, your heart is coming alive to these attributes, ding, 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 you. You've won a prize. The prize is the grace package to become this little merry band. 
Guys, it's all by his grace. Nobody can become a Mama Mary, a Mary Magdalene, a Mary Bethany on your own. You can try, but it's just striving. But you can say yes to a grace and you will become the merry person you were made to be. And you will be very merry. It's a very happy life to pour your life out in devotion to God. It's a very happy life to be hopelessly devoted to Jesus. It's a very happy life. There's also challenges and heart-rending and tears like you can't imagine. But that's just what a good story, a good novel, a good movie, that's what that's so that those are the elements. You gotta have that drama. You gotta have that heart-rending meaning. You know? This Mary identity is full of meaning. Don't you want the full meaning of your life? Okay. Now, I want to say to you, little Mary, this little Mary band, I'll read a sentence to you. Little Mary shall manifest the marriage and the life of union with the maker now. There is coming a day one day, no man knows that day or the hour, when the bridegroom will be completely joined to the bride, his people. What I'm submitting to you, and this is just between you and the Holy Spirit, how you deal with this, but it's between me and the Holy Spirit for me to present this to you. It is now time for us to respond to that hand who's calling us to come into union like never before with Jesus. It's now time to respond to that hand and particularly that finger of God, the Holy Spirit, who is preparing us for this union. I'm telling you guys, I, I, I can't give you an exact day or an hour for this either, but it is so soon where God's presence is going to come upon us and it's going to be like a wedding celebration. For those who are awake and can perceive and can hear um, what the Spirit is saying, it will be the most joyful, wonderful, dramatic occasion of your life. I mean, we're talking about it's it's right at the door. And even it's not even we're not even waiting for the preparation. The preparation is upon us now. That's why I'm speaking to you today. I'm speaking to you out of that spirit. I'm speaking to you under the finger of God's preparation. And I'm pointing you out as the finger of God saying, you are his merry band. You're the one he wants. You're the one. So come on up here. Come on up here and show the planet what it looks like to be married to your maker. Yes, that's it. That's it. He has created a stage in Wilmore, Kentucky. Dwelling Ministries has been raised up as a part of this. Dwelling Ministries is not the source of this. Hear me clearly. Dwelling Ministries is simply a little servant, simply a little butler, opening the door to the master, helping out, playing his role or her role as a part of this display. And this display is God, the maker, saying, here's my merry band. This is what it looks like for a group of people to be married to me, their maker. Well, let me say, if there's about to be a marriage between Mary and the Lamb, Mary being you, then you want to get ready. You want to get ready. You want to get ready for your marriage to the Lamb. So I'm going to leave you with just a few teaching points on how you can get ready for this marriage. Again, the very first thing to tell you is receive the ministry of God's Spirit. Hear what the Spirit is saying. Open your Bible. Pray, journal, listen in conversation. Watch what he's showing you. He is all around you. He's a communicator in colorful different ways. He has a language that is personal to you. Believe his voice. Hear his voice. It is to you. If you're just relying on what I'm saying, you're missing the point. What I'm saying should be a confirmation, an inspiration, a revelation that helps you 
with your communication. I'm going to say that again. It just kind of came as nice. What I say to you should be a confirmation or an inspiration or a revelation of his communication to you. Because you're a sheep. You can hear his voice. My great passion is to teach you to fish, not to just throw you fish. I want to teach you to catch the voice of God. And then what I say, well, it will work right. It'll be like, man, it's so good, Trav. Because it confirms what you're hearing. Because it helps you hear what you're about to hear next from him. All right? That's how we work together. And then you do the same for me. So as you're listening to what the Spirit is saying, I really believe this whole series of Mary is what the Spirit is saying to the church of Wilmore, Kentucky and beyond. If you're hearing this and you're not in Wilmore, or if you live in Lexington or whatever, um, that you're included. Okay. I just believe he's, he's birthed this message and he's opened his mouth, the Spirit of God, and he's just kind of releasing this from Wilmore. But whoever is hearing, it's for you. Because it is a global thing God's doing to raise up this merry band. But I want to remind you, the Spirit of God is saying, I am imparting the nature of Mary, the mother of Jesus. I'm imparting the nature of Mary Magdalene and Mary of Bethany. Just real quick, hit these, and I might hit Mary Bethany just a few moments longer because I didn't get to her last week. But as a reminder, the Spirit of God is speaking into you. His preparation into you is, he's, he's saying, Mary, Mary, Mary. So Mary, the mother of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that was brooding over Mary, overshadowing Mary, and brought forth Christ from her. That same Holy Spirit is brooding over you and wanting to bring forth Christ in you, but he's wanting to bring forth Christ in you through the vehicle of Mama Mary's nature. So what does she have? She had a humble heart. So I bless you. I bless you through the blood of Jesus to have a humble heart. If you're a proud, arrogant person, welcome to humanity. If you're prouder and more arrogant than most, well, good. You get to be forgiven of more. And then it can be more of a dramatic transformation for more of God's glory that you went from here to here, from that proud to this humble. Okay, so I'm speaking to you. If you think you're really humble, you're probably proud. So this is for you, okay? All right. Um, God wants to bring your heart into humility. That's part, that's, that's one of the, the, the first foundational stones of this Mary identity. This Mary message is have a humble heart. Don't be condemned if, if you, you don't feel, if you're struggling with pride, don't be condemned. You are forgiven. Now receive God's grace, not just the forgiveness, but the empowerment to become humble. And to start making humble choices. And one of the first signs of humility is just agreeing with what God is saying right now. Do not despise prophecies. Do not treat with contempt the prophetic utterances of God. That's been Satan's, one of Satan's uh, tactics for thousands of years is to try to, to get humans to hate what God is speaking through the mouths of his prophets. Receive what God is saying with a humble heart, and be like Mary who said, be it done unto me according to your word. And also, we talked about Mary being a suffering servant. Simeon said, a sword's going to pierce your soul because of what you're walking through. Because of this son that's born to you, you're going to go through a lot. But Mary was like, hey, I'm here to give glory to God. She was a glory giver, which was the last attribute of her. She gave glory to God. When she said yes to him, she gave glory to God. When she faithfully stewarded the Son of God for those years in her home, she gave glory to God. She gave glory to God, and she gave God's glory to the earth. But the key to Mary was her humble heart. And that little humble heart, she carried the prophetic words and the promises that were spoken over Jesus. She remembered them. She stirred them up. And she was the one who God used to initiate the greatest ministry the world has ever known and will ever know, the ministry of Jesus of Nazareth. Little Mama Mary got to play the role of bringing that forth at Cana, the wedding in Cana. So it's a great opportunity you have to live like Mama Mary with a humble heart who treasures 
the prophetic promises of God over your life and over the sphere of influence he gives to you. That's what a humble heart does. It receives all the God, all that God says. And then because it receives those things, the seeds, it bears the fruit. You be that mama Mary. You give birth to Christ Jesus like she did and do it with your humble heart. All right, again, we're going to hit on Mary Magdalene real quick and then finish with Mary of Bethany. Okay, these last 10 minutes here, I'm getting you ready, getting you ready. Mary Magdalene, who was she? She was the one who was delivered from seven demons. Let me tell you this again. I spoke at this last week, but it's even been impressed on me more in the last seven days. The greatest need I see right now for the body of Christ, this is not a a statement spoken loosely, okay? And I'm not the final authority, God is. But my little part that he's given me, this is what I see and this is what I proclaim to you. I submit to you. The greatest need the body of Christ has right now is deliverance. Let me say this to dwelling ministries. Let me look you straight in the eye. The greatest need you have right now, dwelling ministries, is to be delivered from two primary things. Delivered from the old nature that is continually rearing its head within you, rearing its governorship over your life, and deliverance from the demons that get authority in your life because of the old man. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to like... uh, like be fleshly sobering i'm trying to be really honest and real we are dominated much of the time by the old nature and it even poses as good christian thought it's not just our gross immoral failures it's kind of like those are obvious but i'm saying just the way we think and the way we've incorporated into our prayer life into our scripture reading most of it, let me let's hear me. Most of it is from the old nature and therefore is riddled with agreement to demons. I could say more, but let those words do what they will. Holy Spirit, drive them home. So, therefore, be like Mary Magdalene and have the humility of saying yes to the finger of God that wants to drive out the old man and the demons who get authority in your life from you, okay? Be delivered. And let me just tell you, just if you do the first Mary, Mama Mary, have a humble heart and are are open to what God is saying, you're going to be good because God is coming with delivering power. He's going to back up what I'm saying and he's going to have people laid out on the floor. It's not about physical manifestations, but there are going to be physical manifestations. People are going to be laid out on the floor literally and metaphorically, and they are going to be cleaned. Their old nature is going to be cleaned out. The demons that have been a part of their generational line and and that they've agreed with for their whole lives and even hundreds of years and thousands of years of of agreement, they're going to be cleaned out. You're going to have a clean house. And I'm telling you, you're going to be so grateful to be delivered from the old man of death and from all those demons that riddled your mind your whole life and sneakily, deceptively got you to agree with darkness. When you're in the light, you're going to be so obsessed with Jesus, you'd be like Mary Magdalene, following wherever he goes. Okay? Now, let's spend these last five minutes on Mary of Bethany. Okay? Now, Diving into Mary Bethany, we got to remember Mary Magdalene, because these are progressive. Mary Magdalene was the first one to experience the power of the resurrection. So it's the resurrection power that really fully prepares you to be the bride, that prepares you to really live in the fullness of Mary of Bethany. You know, Mary of Bethany tasted resurrection power. And that's really what pushed her over the edge of her extravagant devotion. Her brother, Lazarus, was dead for four days and Jesus conquered death and said, Lazarus, get up. And Lazarus, so he said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came out. He said, unwrap him. He's good. He's alive. Later that day, 
Mary of Bethany was hanging out with her brother Lazarus. She had witnessed resurrection power. There was something about the love and the power of Jesus that had so captivated Mary of Bethany. She was his for life, and her life was his. Therefore, she poured out $50,000 in a one, one moment, like equivalent today, a whole year's salary, okay? Just roughly a little under $50,000 um, right now in our nation. She poured it out in a moment because she was so grateful. And she was so captivated by this man who was God. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, get ready. Get ready to pour it all out. But let me tell you, when I say that, don't let a religious spirit come in there and say, oh, what am I doing wrong? What am I not doing enough for God? No, no, no. Listen, you just put on your humble heart. You just be open, have that humble heart like Mary, Mama Mary, and God is going to implant within you the grace. He is going to sow the seeds of extravagant devotion. Mary of Bethany, what she did was an act of God's Spirit. It says in the Bible, the Spirit yearns jealously within us. The Spirit of God yearns for all of us to be devoted to God. We fight against that a lot of the time because we're so connected to our old nature. But wait, if we get cut off and delivered from that old nature by the power of God's right hand, if we get delivered from these lying demons who say it's probably better not to give your life, if we get delivered, and then if we get resurrection power flowing through us, then we can join with the Spirit and we can pull a Mary of Bethany and it won't be a problem. There'll still be real choice. There'll still be real moment where we choose to surrender and choose to lay everything at His feet. But I'm telling you, we will have the grace and the power to do it. And that's what I'm here to announce to you today. I come to you with the merry news, the happy news, that God is here right now in your midst, little Mary band. And he is here with a grace from his hand to give you power where his power is hidden. Rays of light come from his hand where his power is hidden. What it says in Habakkuk. Rays of light. Let rays of light, Father. Rays of light right now come through this screen. Come through the, the airwaves. Come through this technology. Let rays of light come from your hand, God. And here I am, God, as your little span, the, uh, just a, a portion of the span of your hand. I give my whole body, Lord, my whole being, so that my people, your people, would come into the grace that you're imparting, this merry nature that you're imparting, that you're speaking, that you're releasing, this ray of light that's saying, Mary, Mary, Mary. Let there be light. Let there be the light of Mary to enlighten their darkness. Let them come into the nature of the humble heart. The honoring heart of the prophetic words that you're speaking. That treasures the prophetic words. Let them come into it, God. Let your merry band come into it. And God, let your merry band be delivered. Let them be delivered from the carnality that has dominated the planet for so long. Let them be delivered from the oppressing demons and the, the liars that have convinced our minds to think in ways that are contrary to you and have convinced our minds to view the scriptures and even view the blood sacrifice of Jesus through religious lenses. Lord, let it be 2020 now. Deliver us from our blindness. Deliver your people, God. Deliver them. Thank you for inspiring and hearing my prayers, God. And God, bring this Mary band into the climax of the lifestyle of Mary of Bethany, who, who because they're delivered, they can just sit and focus. I break off, in Jesus' name, attention deficit disorder in the spiritual realm and in the natural. Any kind of attention deficit, any demonic distractions that have crippled us from just sitting and at, at your feet and hearing your word. God, I break off the fear that wants to keep a person from coming and calling you master and from sitting at your feet and submitting to you. I break off the fear of submission, the fear of authority, because you are a good master. You are a good father. It's good to be submitted to you. It's good for you to possess us. It's good to be at your feet. It's good to hang on every word that comes from your mouth. It is good. It is good. And so, Lord, I just celebrate your goodness right now in the face of what we're 
facing on the planet. Lord, I declare your goodness. Surely your goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life. And today is a day of your goodness. Today is the day of your goodness. Today is a day of preparation for the greatest goodness humanity has ever known. The marriage of the Lamb and His little Mary. His Mary Mary. It's happening globally. Lord, and let the people in this little pocket of the earth, my central Kentucky people, let them come together. Let the little portion of dwelling ministries, the little merry band of your hand, let them come together. Finish it, Lord. Finish that call. Finish that call on their hearts. Pull them together right now. In the time of isolation, look in the face of isolation and say, I stare in the face of isolation. I, the God of all the earth, and I call things together. I call things that are not as though they are. Because I, the Lord, do as I please. And so when you are isolated in man's eyes, I bring you together under my hand. Yes, God. I believe you're doing it. I believe you're doing it. I believe you're doing it. I believe you're fulfilling the promise you made me 10 years ago when you showed me that merry band. And Lord, I want to marry you. I want to be your merry Mary. And I want to do this with a merry band. I want to do it alone. You've promised me that I get to do it with my people. Lord, I only say my people because I take responsibility of loving and caring for them. But they're yours. I don't have anything that I don't have from you. So I bless my people who are really your people. I bless them with the full blessings and benefits of your blood, the DNA that's in your blood that gives them the identity of Mary, Mary, Mary. I bless them with Mama Mary. I bless them with Mary Magdalene. I bless them with Mary of Bethany identity. I bless them in the name of Jesus, the greatest and most beautiful name. And I release them into your blessing. So be merry. That means be happy. And uh, and be Mary, be Mama Mary, be Mary of Magdalene, be Mary Bethany, and be his Mary band. We're in this together, guys. We're in this together. And uh, be ready, Mary. Be ready to marry the Lamb. I love you guys. I believe in you. And um, we'll talk to you soon.